Hey everyone, welcome back to These Are The Valleys. Today's episode, is this episode 30? This might be episode 30, y'all. Whoop, whoop, go us, pew, pew, pew. We've made it, we've made it. <laughs> Today's episode, we're talking about burning bridges and the importance of that in your Christian walk and in your faith. Now, I'm not talking about this where in the context that you're going to your job and cussing everybody out and burning the place down. Like, it's not that type of situation. But just walk with me as we go through this episode and you'll come to the same revelation that I've gotten over this last week. To give you some context, y'all know I always tell y'all how my week has been and what I've been walking through. So this past week, I, moment of transparency, have really been struggling with lust. And I think it's because my ovulation is coming up and you know, science, anatomy, all that stuff, it's hormonal. But also, um, it's something that I really haven't struggled with for real, for real in a long time. And so, y'all, it's just been really difficult. (laughs) It's been really difficult. I will have bouts or thoughts of lust and then be like, dang, you know, just get disappointed or even disgusted. Like, I'll just be like, oh, this is not who I am anymore. I don't want to be thinking like this. I don't want to be moving like this. Like, just really been praying against that and asking God for help and for clarity and for just deliverance out of that because yikes, y'all. I've been fasting as well, which always helps and it has helped a lot uh, to kind of like clear up my mind and to weaken the flesh and to empower the spirit. But um, I recently have been talking to a lot of people about what I've been going through and people have been telling me, in fact, I was talking to one of my friends, Daniel, and he was telling me, yeah, make sure you're just not going back to who you used to be. And it really hit home because earlier this week on Monday for Bible study, we were talking about the transition of Elijah to Elisha that occurs in 2 Kings 2. And one of the distinguishing and most heavy hitting moments within that passage for me is after Elijah is taken up to heaven and leaves his protege, Elisha, to basically carry on his legacy. Elisha, before he even starts picking up the responsibilities of Elijah, he tears his own cloak. And back then, culturally in the Old Testament, back in those old Israelite times, your cloak, your garment were a signifier of who you were. Um, The Levites or the priests would wear certain types of robes and garments. The kings would, when they conquer another nation, sew on the defeated king's robe onto their robe. And so the longer the trail you had, the more uh, defeated people were under your belt. So in this same notion, the, the act of Elisha tearing his garment before picking up Elijah's garment was just so profound to me. And what God really revealed to me in that was basically you have to burn the bridges of who you used to be to pick up who you're becoming and who you are now. And so I've kind of been walking through that. Like there are certain things that I cannot do that I used to do. There are certain things that I have to, now I'm not going to say this process is, is complete for me because it's not, but there are certain things that I have to be very, very cognizant of, um, and kind of hold myself accountable to in order not to revert back, revert back to who I used to be or to the antics that I used to engage in. And so practically speaking for me, one of those things is I don't watch any television, entertainment, whatever that promotes homosexuality. I don't watch any 
entertainment or television that it has a lot of sex scenes. Like I started watching Power, the series. It was really, really good at first, but then I noticed like it was just a lot of sex scenes, like a lot of sex scenes. And it's HBO. Y'all know they don't be holding back. And so dang near people are sitting here watching porn. You know what I mean? And for me, I just can't do that. Like, I just can't watch that kind of stuff. It's just too much for me. It's too much. And I don't want to entertain my flesh too much in an area where I struggle, you know? And so I think what God wants me to personally understand in this season and personally understand in this moment and also convey to you is that you have to be willing to constantly put yourself down in order to pick up who God has called you to be. Now, I know a couple weeks ago we talked about dying to self and this is an evidence of dying to self, but I think that this is a a subsection of dying to self. Uh, and I think that it is a practical step that you must take to fully die to self. And so for me, I have recently been struggling. I'm in a new workplace, a new work environment. Whoop, whoop. And you know, it's a little eye candy. And the eye candy there has a very feisty mouth. And if you've met me, I also have a very feisty mouth. And so it's just been very, um, mm, mm. it's just been a lot. Okay, it's been a lot. And I've been slipping up with the way that I talk to people, um, not in like a aggressive way or anything, but sometimes in a flirty way when I know darn good and well that this is not what God has for me. And I'm in a season where if you know my husband, leave me alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you know my husband, leave me alone. I'm kind of in that season, that headspace. So knowing that this person is probably not my husband, why are you flirting with him, Jasmine? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And if y'all know me by nature, I'm a very like flirty, charismatic, bubbly person. Like that's just how I interact. But God is showing me that that's a garment that I have to tear off myself. That is a characteristic that I have to now disassociate myself from because I can't be that any longer. For me to truly walk in the faithfulness to what God has called me to, as well as the faithfulness to my future relationship, I really don't need to be doing that. And I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, flirting is a sin. I'm not going that far as to say, like, if you're flirting, you're going to hell. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that type of situation. But you do need to know where your lines are and you need to check your heart posture and identify what your motive is in that flirting. Why, why are you flirting with that person? And I was talking with my other friend, Aaron, and he was just kind of like, I mean, are you doing it for attention? I'm like, low key. But like, to me, flirting is fun. Like, it's harmless banter. But with this specific person at work, it was like, eh, it was going too far because he appears to be the same kind of individual that I am. And when you have two people that are real good and smooth at the, at the lips and real good with words, it can get out of hand real quick. You know what I mean? It gets out of hand very, very quickly, guys. It accelerates Faster than you can blink, I promise you. So it's just something that God has really been walking me through as far as no longer identifying yourself in the way that you used to and being able to burn that bridge within your mind of who you were and who you are now. I can no longer sit here and and dibble and dabble and play in the identity that I used to dibble and dabble and play in before. She's of no benefit to me in this season. She's of no benefit to me in any future seasons. So I need to just, um, and if she was, it would simply be me warning other people or in a testimonial type of way, you know? 
So yeah, y'all, that's that's basically what I'm here to communicate today. It's a super short episode, but I just want to remind y'all that maybe it's not flirting for you. Maybe it's uh, substance abuse. Maybe it's, you know, weed or alcohol or whatever it is. If it's not that for you, maybe it's gossiping. Maybe you're falling back into that or maybe you're falling back into pride and self-reliance. Just these different things that you may have always known about yourself. Oh, like one of the ones that I hear a lot of Christians say, yeah, I just really like to have control. So da, da, da. Okay, you used to like having control. But on your walk with God, that's something you know you're going to have to put down. So why do we continue to make these statements and these claims as if we're still living in what God has already brought us out of or what God is walking us out of? You know what I mean? So change your lingo, guys. Change how you describe yourself. This may have this may be how you have described yourself in the past, but it, is that how you want to describe yourself in the future? Is that how you want to describe yourself if you were standing in front of the throne? Is this the behavior of the person that represents God well, you know? And so you just really have to identify and and look at and ask God to show you what it is that you're, you're holding on to that you need to burn. What part of yourself are you continuing to identify with that he's been trying to get you to let go of for the longest time? And then... Ask him how you can work on that. If you don't have the wisdom to understand how you can practically work toward improving that, ask him and he will show you. James 1.5, ask God for wisdom and he will give it to you generously without finding fault. So yeah, y'all, I just want to encourage you to continue this battle against our past selves and the self that God had in mind when he created us because it's hard out here. It's hard out here. But yeah, y'all, I hope y'all got something from today. I know it's super short, but I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. God willing, y'all be safe. All the things, leave a rating, review, hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. And yeah, y'all, I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye. Bye.